It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number two. I'm Jim Galante along with T. Frank Carr. We are doing your blue-white game preview. Before we pick up where we left off, just a reminder, Keystone Sports Network, in partnership with Collegiate Athletic Travel, we're offering the opportunity to travel to the Auburn-Penn State game in September. Charter flight, you stay at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium. Lots of fun. Dustin and I are going to be along on the trip, and uh, we'll be doing our show from there. Fantastic opportunity. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great time. We hope some of you will be able to make it there with us. If you want to know more about it, go to athletictravel.com or call 800-788-4414 for all the information. It is going to be a great time. Hope to see many of you there. All right, T. Frank, when we left off in segment number one, we were talking about the running backs. Initially, I, I mentioned I want to see the freshman, but I'm also curious about, you mentioned Keziah Holmes. I'll throw in Devin Ford. I don't know if we'll know fully where they are in the pecking order, but might we get some kind of indicator of how these guys are going to be used? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I don't I don't know the answer to that because the answer when you watch spring games is always, this is very basic, and none of this is going is really indicative of the game plan which is changes week to week during the season um i think you can get basic ideas but i have a basic idea of what devin ford is after watching him now for as many years as he's been on the team um so to me i want to see what the red shirt year did for kaziah holmes because he got bigger and stronger and that's been evident by just looking at him uh now the level of big and strong that you need to be uh, has has gone up significantly in the running back room. But this is just, you know, it, it could be the last opportunity for him to earn a position if the young guys are pushing for playing time and raising the competition level in the room and winning. But from what we've seen, and just to give you a clear understanding of what we see, the running back depth chart is what you would expect as far as the two senior players in seniority of uh, Kevon Lee is the first guy through all of the drills. He's followed by um, uh, Keziah Holmes and then Nick Singleton, then Katron Allen. And Devin Ford is fifth. And, and that's kind of how I've taken uh, my level of interest there. Now, does that mean he's got a special role in the offense? He dropped about 10 pounds this offseason. He's listed at 190. Is he going to be more of a slash hybrid player? You know, I guess I'm tacitly interested in those things, but not really. Uh, so really, the only guy that I'm seriously looking at is is Keziah Holmes. As far as I want to know more, I know I've I've personally got a big stake in uh, saying how talented I think he is, and where does that leave him? And that's kind of where I want to find out. Let's go to the quarterback position. A lot of interest there, obviously, with the two true freshmen coming in. Christian Vayu, who got one start last year. Then you also wonder, you know, does Sean Clifford just make a token appearance? Like you mentioned, you know, first series, we'll see Sean Clifford, and then, then we'll see the young guys. 
what are you looking for as far as playing time? And then what are you looking for once the young guys get on the field, T. Frank? So I don't know that I... This is the thing. is like I, I'm maybe in a unique position because I watch so much of Bo Perbula and, and uh, Drew Aller in high school, watching a good number of full games and watching them operate their offenses in high school. So I'm only interested in you know, the mental process part. Cause I know what they look like. I know how they throw the football. I know how they move. So I don't need any of that information. I want to see what the mental process is like. And from what we've heard, and this has been kind of the reporting and what James Franklin and, and everyone else has alluded to is that Bo Perbula has picked it up a little bit faster and has been a little bit ahead in terms of flashing. Now, again, he is more of a scrambler. He's more of a break the pocket and run Maybe not to break the line of scrimmage and run, but to extend plays where Drew Aller is a pocket manipulator. He's a guy that drifts and finds room and throws the football. So if there's simulated pressure, they blow the whistle. He might not have the same opportunities. And he he operates more from that I, I, trying maybe higher level things than than scrambling. And, and the scramble drill can kind of narrow down your options. You know, if you, you cut the field in half, you're looking at trying to find a guy through the process of, of the scramble drill. Um, so there might be more ability there to make plays and outside of structure plays always are flashy, right? So I want to, that's the information I'm looking for is like, what is, what is that particular dynamic look like? But I'm not really comparing the two because I don't care to do that. I want to know more information about how they're integrating into the offense because I know their skills. I'm not trying to rank them right now. And then the, the guy I want to know the most about is Christian Veyu. What is his command of the offense? How does he read zone coverage? Because that was a big thing I wanted to know from what we saw last season during games. And that poise that we see from him, are we going to see some of that in this situation knowing nobody can hit you? Is he still playing at that level of, okay, that looks a little bit different? Because that's another guy. I, pointing out the guys that everyone's overlooking because there are talented freshmen behind them. But those guys that have been in the system for enough time have a better opportunity to take a big step in the spring. So I want to see what those guys can do. Uh, because then you get to decide if you're writing, you know, mentally writing guys off. And I hate saying things like that because it's very, you know, that's it's not great for them. But like, do you need to consider them? Because I've been saying all offseason, don't forget about these guys. And now we need some indication of what they are and are not, even if it is in one very narrow window, one perception into their spring. I always say as fans, we love the shiny new toy, which is the freshman, the true freshman. It's not, Especially it doesn't Drew come Waller out of the box complete. In, so. That's the thing. Like, you can't just get out and play with it. There's some assembly required. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, speaking to that, though, T. Frank, you make a good point when you mention Christian Vayu. I would think as a coaching staff, you know, I know they have some of their scrimmages and maybe that's more important to them, but something that has a crowd, you're in Beaver Stadium, I'm thinking Christian Vayu is my next man up if something happens yeah, to Sean Clifford. without a doubt. That's probably the guy I want to take, have take the most snaps and see if, is he ready to step right in. Is that how you would look at it? Well, we're talking about this whole season. We're talking about this whole quarterback competition as who's going to beat out Sean Clifford because everyone's confident they know what Sean Clifford is and he's not a winning quarterback. It's not going to be one of the freshmen. 
Like it's not going to be one of those guys because it's just not. And uh, you know, like anything can happen. Never say never. One of those guys could, or if there's a rash of injuries and like, you know, that can get thrown back in your face pretty easily. But logic dictates that the guy who's been here longer and has played on the college football level has the best opportunity. So does he show you something in the spring that makes you think that they're in, in the environment that you described with fans and, and a little bit extra juice that the lights turn on and he turns on into something excellent? We have not heard anything about that. Anytime that James Franklin has been asked about uh, Christian Bayou, it's been great. He picked up where he left off last year. He's been good. We expect him to continue to get better. There is no conversation about anyone challenging Sean Clifford this spring. But we, you know, I want to see it for myself. I want to see what I haven't seen all spring. I don't think there's any way someone's going to beat out Sean Clifford. I think the question is, is there someone prepared to step in if Sean Clifford gets hurt? Yeah. Say like, oh, like the Iowa game last like, year. Yeah, anyway, almost every Frank- season. <laughs> right. Well, let's let's switch over to the defense while we've got a couple minutes. Off the top of my head, the things that I would look for, there's been so much conversation about Zane Durant. Yep. I want to see him on the field. And there's talk of the competition at middle linebacker. Those are the things off the top of my head that I'm looking for. What are you looking for? Again, kind of basic stuff uh, as far as what does the 5-2 defense look like? How does that feel? In, in, and I hate saying ethereal words like feel. Because it can feel good to one person and terrible to another. And I can't control that. But, like, what is the what is the function of it and how, how does it look on the field? Now, there's going to be some struggles because this side of the ball is learning a new defense. And that's one of the things that James Franklin kind of spelled out is that, yeah, sure, it's similar. But everything is, you know, it's a new defense, the new defense coordinator. So there's going to be a learning curve. Uh, so I'm not expecting crispness. I'm not expe- expecting them to come out and be on point. I'm expecting them to look comfortable. And so uh, a basic thing of Curtis Jacobs moving to the will. Does he look more comfortable now than he was in the bowl game? Because people looked at what he did in the bowl game and projected that as exactly who he's going to be going forward. But it was his first game playing will. So now that he's had all spring to learn it he, in a new system, how does that look from a comfort standpoint of just taking on blocks, playing in the box, that sort of thing? Um, and then I want to see kind of what sub packages they get into. We not we might not see plays and blitzes and certain things, but like Keaton Ellis was talking last week about the dime, like he's competing for the dime position. So that typically means you're going with six defensive backs. That's what die. That's it. That is a package. So do we see that? What does it look like? What are the wrinkles that Manny Diaz brings to the field? Are they going uh, with only one Mike linebacker on the field, or do they just put Curtis Jacobs there? Like, well, there's a there's a thousand different things, and we just got to get some basic information laid down about the defense, and that's kind of what I'm looking at uh, outside of the individual players that you mentioned, because I think everyone knows the names at the positions that that are important. And then some young guys that I haven't heard anything about of Devon Townley Jr. I, I haven't even seen him at practice, but I haven't really been looking for him. So what are the, what's the depth situation there? Some young guys I might be curious about. Um, and then does anyone stand out of the guys that you know and are known commodities? But, you know, on the defense, it's a little bit more of laying some brickwork of knowing what we're, we should expect. Jonathan Sutherland, now a linebacker. 
could we learn anything at all about how they plan on doing this mm-hmm. with a safety playing line? It'll look the same. Can we learn? It, it'll look the same. So there's no. It's just going to be the different player. I'm more curious about who's his backup. Like, what are the other players of that position? Is it Jamari Budden? Is it another safety? Is that going to change once some of the other players come uh, this summer? Of you know, are they playing Tyrese Mills at that Sam safety position? So it's going to look the same. It's going to feel relatively the same, but it's going to be Jonathan Sutherland and not a linebacker out there. So that part, I guess, is um, a little less of what I'm interested in and more of the the effectiveness of a player like Sutherland. Because if he's not a linebacker, he's got to be better in coverage than the linebackers were out there. Because that was one thing. They're okay in that situation. Very good, T. Frank. That is it for quarter number two in our blue-white game preview. Stick around. We're going to ask T. Frank. This is Barbara Duran, Penn State alumna. It's been a great honor representing our alumni as a trustee. I am asking that you reelect me, Ted Brown, and Bill Oldsey. Independent leadership working to make sure Penn State provides a quality, affordable education that values success with honor. Reelect trustees Ted Brown, Bill Oldsey, and Barbara Duran. Vote trustee ballot positions 238. Request your ballot at trustees.psu.edu. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there.